Hi, you've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, also known as Lovely, and I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world while raising awareness for mental health. Join me as we revisit some of my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. And sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello and welcome everyone to the Lovely Travels podcast. Our namesake is here with me today, the lovely Emma. Hello, guten Tag. Good Tag. Where are we heading off today to? We're Where heading... Today to? Where are we heading off to today? <laughs> We're heading south. I feel like I'm getting worse at English the more, re- the more we record. <laughs> it has been a while since you've been in the English-speaking places so that's fair yes but today we are going where are we going we're heading south <laughs> we're heading to south australia Hooray, south australia i've never been well let us take you there uh this will be a great episode if you've never been there because we give lots of wonderful tips and i do love you know actually the naming of the state's is quite German, really, because they're very accurate. You know, we've had Western Australia. It is the west of Australia. Correct. The south of Australia. It is the south of Australia. I mean, Queensland, you know, the Queen, I guess it was her land. Well, it wasn't really, but, you know, she named it that. (laughs) South Wales in the west. Yeah. In the east. Yeah. So, you know, but anyway, definitely the Western Australia, South Australia, we're very accurate. And it's fun. We do have a link to the Germanies in uh, this South Australian episode. So you will enjoy that little fact. There's lots of links to Germany from South Australia. We'll have to to wait and listen to hear them. But, uh, yes, our lovely guests know how much you love facts. So uh, Naomi Robinson has joined us today, my adopted little sister. Uh, She'll explain why that is. Um, She's my adopted little sister. She she lived there for a little while, actually from Sydney, but uh, she was, you know, sort of honorary South Australian, and so she takes us on a bit of a tour. And I am... I've been there five or six times. As as, as I was talking, I, I kept recalling more and more visits that I'd been on. So a few of them are um, quite hazy because they're around the F- Adelaide Fringe Festival and I might have been drinking a fair bit. So they're a bit patchy. Right. But I was there. Well, Adelaide in South Australia is known as like the wine and food sort of centre of Australia, I feel. Um, definitely wine is pretty popular. Um, yeah, a lot of places. People in might Australia. not know that the the people might not know that the formal emblem, which means like the animal emblem of South Australia, is the hairy nosed wombat. Oh, that's adorable! I love yeah. wombats. Maybe I should move to South Australia. And the floral floral emblem is the is Sturt's Desert Pea. I don't know if you know the flower, but it's it's very pretty. 
stunning. Red and black. And I actually made a uh, trivia question about that the other day. I love a love me a travel question. And because we were, I had been planning this episode, I was like, that was top of mind. And so I added that in. Sturts Desert P. Well, there you go. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I have more facts, but I feel like um, our, our lovely guest who I've insert name here. <laughs> Naomi. <laughs> I have more facts, but I feel like Naomi is probably more qualified. Um, <laughs> since again, I've only read about it, but I'm very much looking forward to going on this trip with Naomi and you. Um, and unless you have anything to add, I will cut the edit right here. <laughs> well, I just would like to say enjoy. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> okay. I think, we, I think we can leave that in. Have fun, everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Darius from The Editing Room, a.k.a. The Kitchen. Our um, long-time listener, Derek, has um, given us some notes about South Australia. He's been a few times to Adelaide and the surrounding wine regions, Barossa, Eden, Clare, McLaren and Coonawarra. Also been to the limestone coast from the Great Ocean Road and two mega drives right down the guts from Northern Territory and via Lake Eyre to Birdsville from Victoria and he is yet to go west of Port Augusta. Another little note from James Lovell, Emma's brother who's been four times um, to Adelaide, Port Adelaide, Adelaide Hills, Barossa Valley, and Port Lincoln. So, thanks for tuning in, guys, and let's get stuck in. Welcome to the Lovely Travels podcast, my beautiful adopted little sister, Naomi. Hello. Thank you very much, Emma. Nice to be here. Yay! So I have invited you onto our South Australia episode, despite the fact that you could have been on countless others because you have been to Kilimanjaro. We've done that yep. one. You have been to Tanzania because Kilimanjaro is there, so you could have been on that one. We've done Peru. You could have been on that one. Uh, interviewed my dad about emigrating and having a foreign family, and you could you could probably you know be on that one um and family you could be on that one uh but uh today yes we're talking about south australia because you once lived there i did i lived there for a year and a half it was a joy it's wonderful now i always ask the existential question of who are you so may you please tell us who you are and how do we know each other why do i call you my little sister (laughs) it's it's actually a really fun story so um my name's naomi hello and i guess First and foremost, I'm a musician. Um, I end up teaching a lot of music and performing a lot of music and studying a lot of music. It's kind of my whole life. I'm also a huge adventurer. I do lots of hiking, um, a bit of mental health advocacy. And we met, speaking of mental health advocacy, on a fundraising hike for the Black Black Dog Institute going to Peru. And it was like the most fun 10 days ever. And it was actually my first international trip overseas. And here we are later, 10 years later. <laughs> I don't remember that fact. That is yeah. incredible. I remember well, you being a baby and you being our baby and you turned 18 
Yeah. There. Yes. No, I didn't turn 18 oh. there. We just told Oh, no, we pretended there. it was 18. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. was a, a myth. Uh, don't pretend it's somebody's 18th. It doesn't, um, it leads everyone no, astray. It's too messy. It's too messy. <laughs> you don't need to replicate 18th and 21st. That was a mistake. No. Um, but pretty fun going out in Peru anyway. Um, we did do karaoke cause, twice. We did karaoke. We did it at Machu Picchu. Oh, yeah. Which, Many times. Yeah. Cusco. Yeah. And then just as we yeah. were singing, walking along, we just karaoke'd. <sighs> I should I should specify it wasn't my first trip overseas. It was my first trip overseas by myself without my parents. Uh, straight which, after school, which is a big milestone. Yeah, it felt big at the time. <laughs> of course, no, it's a, it is big. It is big. Um, and yeah, it was most importantly how we met. We were bu- um, uh, tent buddies. We were. It was very special. And, yeah, and we met our wonderful friend Nick Newling, who has also been on the podcast on the Bhutan episode. So this is just a huge plug for all of our other episodes <laughs> if you haven't listened before. But, uh, yeah, you got a mention on that for sure. So yeah, it was fun. It, long overdue that you are here. But, yes, we've said that you went and lived in South Australia, but where are you from and where do you currently live? Yeah, um, so I am born and bred in Sydney. I'm still here, uh, but I will be moving actually to Manchester in uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, you'll be there. (laughs) Don't leave. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'll be listening to the playback in in the UK. Finally. (laughs) Um, Yeah, long overdue. Yeah, long overdue, thanks to, you know, the the pandemic that we all don't like to talk about. Um, but yeah, I did study in Adelaide and I lived there for a year and a half and then I moved back to Sydney. Um, yeah. And it was like, I took my gap year where we met and then I went to study in Adelaide. Um, yeah, did the whole living out of home thing. It was fun. And, you know, I still go back. That was eight years ago. So I still go back every like few months. I tend to go back to Adelaide, um, about every you know, three or four months to see what I call my home away from home and, you know, kind of my adopted family there. Yeah, your gorgeous friend who I, funny, I came to stay with you, but you weren't there. Or did we see, we saw each other briefly and then you had to go. I think we saw each other for like lunch and then you had to leave and I stayed in your room. That's right. uh, With the turtle out in the hallway. Yeah, with the turtle. Yes. So, (laughs) yeah, that was was my share house I had just moved into and and I uh, was in Sydney for some reason, I don't remember. But, yeah, my my friends whose turtle it was is now in the UK, so I'll be seeing her soon. (laughs) Good, good. Yeah, there you go. It all ties in. And then I got to see you another – I came down twice – while you were yeah. there, which is pretty cool that you were you only there for a few times. Yeah. I yeah. did. I, um, so I've actually been to South Australia five times. First time I had never been, um, until 2012, which I felt like really old then. And now it's like, that's nine years ago. And I was 25. <laughs> like I was, I just felt like I hadn't done everything. That was the year that I decided to visit every state and territory of Australia though. So that was, Pretty good. Um, and, yeah, a friend had hurt his hand. Uh, he was an older friend. He was um, had, like, kind of a carpal tunnel-y situation going on. And he was like, what are you doing uh, next week? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, I want you to drive my car. It was like this super cool old sports car. I don't know what it was. I have a photo of it, but it was like this vintage car. He's like, I want to drive. I want to take my car. I want to visit my friend in the Clare Valley. I want you to drive me and I'll pay you. And I was like, Done. <laughs> 
This sounds like a great deal. <laughs> yeah. And then I had a friend I met um, through the snow uh, who lived in the Adelaide Hills. And so I messaged, was like, hey, I'm coming. So, um, yeah, I went, um, went and stayed with him in the Adelaide Hills, got to see Adelaide for the first time. Didn't really wasn't really in Adelaide much, but then also went out to the Clare Valley, like pretty cool for a first trip. And then like, yeah, driving from Melbourne, which I was living in at the time, all the way and I was just being naughty and trying to Google before but there, I remember stopping somewhere overnight on the way but on the way back I drove 17 hours. Yeah it's a big drive. I've, <laughs> I've, I've done the drive to sit from Sydney to Adelaide three times, four times and it's don't do it in a trip. <laughs> like I just try to stop on the way. I don't know why. Like now, now knowing because like I just went recently. My most recent trip we went to Border Town and Serviston. So Serviston's in Victoria. We stayed in Serviston and went to Caniva to visit my friends who were also on the episode. Trav and Millie Carter. They've oh. both been on two episodes of the podcast. Told you this is just a massive plug. Um, and then, yeah, Border Town, which is in South Australia. But, like, we didn't cross through there when we drove. I feel like we went a really wacky, weird way. We went through, like, it was very deserty where we drove. And what's coming to mind, and I could Google, but it was, like, a, a M starting town. It's, like, a town that's quite – I feel like we went right up towards New South Wales border. I don't know why. Anyway. It was really weird to get back to Melbourne. I don't, shouldn't take. I don't think it should no. take seventeen hours <laughs> from the Clare Valley, uh, but it definitely did. It was a biatch, and he, you know, everyone's like, "Let's not do that." And I was just at that point where I was like, "Just, I want to do it." I think it's about a sixteen-hour drive from Sydney to Adelaide, um, straight without stops. So yeah. it should be less to uh, Melbourne, you'd think. Nine hours and thirty-one minutes. Yeah. Pretty solid. Why did it – oh, I know, because I went from – it was stupid. I didn't want to stay in the Clare Valley, so I took my friend there and then I went and stayed in the Adelaide Hills. So I drove from Adelaide Hills to Clare Valley, which is two hours. Then we drove back. That's where the other two hours comes in and then the stops and stuff. And probably we're talking nine years ago, oh, there was a shitload of road work and it was yeah. – or we got really, really stuck in road work. So There's still that road work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like <laughs> – they Be warned, drivers, expect road work. <laughs> Just expect road work. Okay, top tip, you will have road work. Yeah, I still, I think maybe the road has changed because this way tells me it's to go through Caniva too or we didn't have GPS. Mildura. That's yeah, Mildura is Mildura. on the, the big border. Yep. That's the way we went and that could be because of the roadworks. Ha-ha, there you That's go. That's on the Vic Ooh. side. Live Google mapping, it's always the way to go. So... <laughs> Tell me, what are your some – well, tell me that you know of because I know you got to do a little bit of travel but you've you said to me you were a student. So I was a student. Didn't have heaps of dollars. but Poor 19-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> what are some famous places in South Australia that people might want to visit? Yeah. Um, look, <laughs> you can't really go past South Australia without visiting the wine regions. It's like I miss three things about living in Adelaide and the three things are my friends, uh, the wine and the AFL culture because it's just really fun. But oh, I thought you were going to say wine, wine and wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of those, all of those. Yeah. So I love the Barossa. I almost try to go back at least a, every year just because I love it so much, stock up on the wine and then come back again the following year. 
Um, and McLaren Vale is gorgeous. Mm. Um, and all the wineries there, they're so cool. They all have like a different personality when you walk into them. They're, they're yeah. not just like your stock standard winery. Like, you know, they just have a different character and the people behind them are just, you know, completely different people and they've got a completely different vibe no matter which building you walk into. Um, Victor Harbour, which is a fun little seaside town. It's worth visiting. Uh, Flinders Ranges, which I didn't get to go to. I wish I did, but I have loads of friends that go camping there every year. Um, Mount Gambia has a huge jazz festival, which is really fun to go to. Um, and then, yeah, obviously like Adelaide and its surroundings are fun to go to as well. Um, places that I wish I've got to visit, but I was a poor student, uh, definitely Kangaroo Island. I'm, I'm, I regret not going, but it's on the mm. list to go back to. Hearing a lot about that at the moment. Yeah. And they had, uh, they had the fires. They had quite, they were quite yeah. badly impacted by the fires. So it would they be were. lovely to be able to get down there and, um, support them. Um, yep. now and you know they have a lot of wildlife there and yeah it'd be great to get there and then one place I mentioned to you that is really famous yeah. but, uh, neither of us have been and we did actually I had planned and I still have a voucher a handwritten voucher for Matthew that I will take him is the Port Lincoln to go and do the shark diving so it's quite famous the cage dive with the sharks and um, yeah we, we had planned to do that and then what happened so I feel like something happened every year and then, you know, a little thing called the pandemic happened too. Um, yep. And then also I was pregnant last year. So I don't want to go hang out with sharks. Yep. No. With the belly. Um, <laughs> plus, I don't, I don't know if we would have been able to get down there. It was just so touch and go. But I actually went, my most recent trip was May. Mm. So I went in May to the um, business chicks uh, held their conference. Yep. Uh, in the Barossa and so funnily yeah like a lot of people their first trip to South Australia they would head to Barossa it's very famous and there's as you said there's like the Clare Valley there's McLaren Vale there's a bunch of different there's heaps of wine in um, South Australia like don't worry about that but the Barossa is probably the most famous and some of the most famous you know internationally known vineyards like Jacobs Creek and things like that they're in um, Penfolds they're like in um, in the Barossa so we stayed at the Novotel and it was really stunning like it's got sort of vineyardy vibes there and it was really nice going to a conference there and I think a lot of conferences are held in that region because you do get kind of like you go to a vineyard and they've put on a full show for you so we really got to see kind of the best of which was lovely uh, but I also went to um, a wedding so that was yeah my most recent trip but I went to a wedding in um, 2000 and Oh, that, that, that might be my sixth time, actually. I've been more than I thought. In McLaren Vale. So we stayed in Harndorf, which I went to visit again this time and took my husband, Matt, and my baby, and it was lovely. But uh, we stayed in Harndorf, which is fabulous, in the Adelaide Hills, and we went to – the wedding was at K1 Wines, and it was breathtaking, like just like a chalet, at, you know, just planted in this vineyard and epic. And then my friend is a an event planner, so – uh, a couple of days after the wedding, we went on a wine tour and ended up at a wine festival, which she swears she didn't know about. We're like bull. She <laughs> loves a music festival. Yeah. Well, it, well, she knew it was a wine festival, but she's thinking like, you know, little tables and little tastings and a little bit of cheese and stuff like this. And this was like a full-blown festival in a vineyard. <laughs> so like not massive because there weren't as many people, but like they had like the doof-doof music and – yeah, it was a pretty wild way to end a wedding yeah, after look, a few days. When in, you know, South Australia, I'll just go with it. 
<laughs> oh, look, they gave you a cup and you just went away and did your yeah. thing. But um, no, but if you don't, if you're not into wine, there's a lot of other things to do. And one of the craziest times, but the best times to visit is March around Definitely. Easter. They call it Mad March, don't they? Because unlike other places where you would spread things out over the course of a year, no, no, not in Adelaide, not, not in Adelaide, Australia. no, no, no. We will have every festival, including yeah. the international acclaimed Adelaide Fringe, one of the be- biggest and best fr- fringe festivals in the world. Definitely a month-long festival. You'll have that. Isn't WOMAD around that time too? WOMAD is during um, uh, March as well. So that's another and festival. Yeah, and WOMAD. So for those who don't know, it's a world music festival. It's- so much fun as a musician i definitely recommend going it's three days long have a lot of friends that play in it um then the adelaide festival is on at the same time so you've got the three the fringe the festival and womad um and they used to but it's cancelled now because of covid they used to have the adelaide 500 which is the car racing yes. on at the same time and um, the future the, i think future or summer days or one of those was on because i once came and worked for v at yeah do promotions and so i got to come god that might be another trip and so i went to the <laughs> went to work at the the festival and then a music festival like a one-day festival the same day is like car racing is on fringe festival on this is on, like it's it is mad and it's like adelaide you have an entire year no 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 we will put everything on in one month everything like, everything's <laughs> in march everything or late feb to march if you get there in April, I'm sorry you've missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is a very quiet town. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I love a beautiful town. It is known for being, it's called the City of Churches. It is. I was going to say that it is called the City of Churches, but it's so much better than the, just the churches. There's so much more going for it than churches. It's also known as the Festival State because, as we were just talking about, there's festival after festival after festival, and then it goes quiet for a while, and then you get a random music festival in the middle of the wineries like you were talking about. So, yes, um, those are the two things that it's known for. But the churches are lovely in Adelaide. Like, they're beautiful and, you know, gorgeous architecture and like they're huge and you can't not you like you can't go past them you know you have to go in but uh there's so much more going for it than just the churches yeah yeah, yeah. oh 100 and i i think it's got a bit of a re- it did have more reputation as a bit of a sleepy sort of city but the food uh, you know the food is phenomenal um yeah. really like very good focus on produce and then like obviously you've got all those vineyards like you know just a really lovely um yeah yeah, focus on the um, food culture definitely definitely um I, I don't know. I, so I lived in Adelaide in 2013, 2014. So like a little while ago now. And back then people used to say to me, oh, it's just like Sydney, but 20 years behind, which I think is a horrible thing to say. Cause it's just not true in the slightest. Um, but like, even since I lived there, every time I go back and I go out with friends and stuff, I'm like, oh my God, Adelaide has grown up. Like, look at it. Oh, <laughs> so there's, <laughs> yeah, but like, there's like now, which just didn't exist when I lived there, uh, there were, there's like all these little back alley bars and restaurants and like, mm. you know, cool little clubs and pubs and stuff that just did not exist back then. Like, I would say 10 years ago, it was just kind of Rundle Street street with the four main pubs and yep. now like you go into any back alley and you'll find this cool little pop-up bar you know there's like a harry potter bar and a and a gaming bar and like um ping pong bars and like all sorts of fun things um so it's definitely 
becoming a bit more, it's definitely like growing and growing and growing. There's more people that come and go all the time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really fun place actually. Uh, you can spend, if you're just got a short time visiting, you could probably, I feel like you'd probably be in Adelaide for about three days, but after that, like definitely go, the best things out. about Adelaide are the mm. things that are out, like the wineries, you know. And you don't have to harbor. go far. I don't know why. Like, I always thought the Barossa was like super far, but from the airport, an hour away. Like, yeah. An hour. And then Adelaide Hills is like 40 minutes. And then, yeah. I don't know, like it took me three visits or something. because I think because we drove across the land and like super deserty, like amazing where we drove. So maybe the detour of the traffic was amazing. Red, red dirt, like crazy yeah. red. And then just on this recent trip when we drove, drove out to um, Serviston um, and to Bordertown, um, these like really un- unusual landscape. We got these like rolling grassy dry hills and then these massive boulders and that was about an hour out and like but before that we drove through like a fo- so Barossa vineyards then we drove mm. through like a forest and I was like I'd really love to come and do some hikes there they were like real proper like pine big huge trees and then the next thing is like these rolling grassy hills with these boulders that people are stopping at and they like painted them I didn't really catch the name so I'd have to look that up but it was really interesting and then we're out in the countryside like it just in this three-hour stretch, we just went through such different landscape and I took a bunch of photos and videos. You've also got the um, On That Drive, which was really cool, and I think it's known for that along that sort of country, southern country route is the um, silo art. So oh, you right. get the big yeah. silos and they, like, paint the silos with yeah. these amazing massive murals. So you're just driving along this really, you know, very Australian dry sort of landscape and then these epic paintings come up. And they, they were beautiful. But, yeah, like, you know, really roundabout way to say, but I was, yeah, because I came inland and then because I came straight to the city a couple of times to come to the festival, I just had no idea. And I know that my friends went there. Like, with the festival, there was always someone making a beach day. But mm. I feel like it doesn't feel beachy to me. The beach is right in Adelaide. Like It's like you can catch – so one of the main beaches, Glenelg, you can catch the tram straight from the city centre to Glenelg. I think it's a 20-minute trip. Yes. Or less. Like you just get on the one tram, takes you door to door. It's so easy. Um, so the coolest thing about Adelaide, just like you were saying, is at the winery is an hour away, beaches are an hour away, even like the harbour is an hour and a half away. Like, you know, everything is within an hour drive. Yeah. And it took me five years, five years and five visits for me to get to the beach. I actually went and spent, stayed a night in Glenelg, caught up with our lovely friend Sharon, who we met in Peru. And it was just like, oh my gosh, this was so accessible and easy. And it just felt so foreign to me that it was, it just doesn't feel like a beachy place, even though I'm very well aware. I looked at the Australian map, South Australia the name is correct it is on the south of australia and adelaide is very much on the south of the south yes. of australia it is on that coast as is as are all capital all australian cities, cities. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> of each state are pretty much on the coast because that's how we roll and you know that's what we've got so anyway that was just like blew my mind so definitely if you're going to south australia you're probably going to fly into adelaide unless you're doing like i did and you're driving in um yeah, make sure you get a little taste of everything. Go to the beach. Go to the go to the hills. Go to the go to the vineyards. Go to the farms. Definitely, like definitely. it's just very easy. Probably does require a car. Like I did do yeah. the public transport. In if you're staying around the city, it, it's okay. But I think 
It's not too bad. So I didn't have a car when I lived there. To get to the Barossa, you do need a car. So if you're planning mm. to go in the Barossa, get a car. If you're going to go to McLaren Vale, get a car. But if you're going to, like, go to the Adelaide and it surrounds, so if you want to go to Handorf, that's accessible by bus. If you want to go to Mount Lofty, which is just a beautiful lookout and it's got a lovely botanic gardens, there's two buses. Um, <laughs> yeah, and as we are saying, Glenelg, tram. So it is pretty accessible, actually. And they've actually built another two tram lines um, in the last kind of three years. So everything is getting more and more accessible in, in Adelaide and its surrounds. The Mount Lofty Botanical Gardens were absolutely stunning. I was there in May yeah, and the colour change because we don't get so much of that um, seasonal thing. And it was very nice to be wintry and, and rugged up and you get the like smell of the fires in the night and just the colours of the trees. I've, I've put, up, I put up some photos on Lovely Travels. It's just amazing. And actually I've got a photo on my desk of yeah. Arndorf. But there's two things I want to, uh, you know, touch on before we bounce yep. off. Sure. One Adelaide, so this was a question that I based on, oh, sorry, South Australia. There was one question I based for all states on South Australia because there are some very specific food items that okay. famous food things that you can get in South Australia that they're really um. particular about and like and food brands that they're really particular about that they are like, Come on, that's a thing. And everybody else in Australia is like, it is not a thing, you weirdos. You uh, you can tell me that because I know I wrote some down because, you know, I thought you are going to ask me about food. And the ones that I could think of were probably the uh, the very Australian Bogan ones, like uh, Farmer's Union iced coffee. and uh, Which is delicious have... and a must and I will not have any yes. other words said about it. And if you're doing the drive-in like I have a couple of times mm. and you have, definitely get yourself a Farmer's Union oh. iced coffee. Um, and fruit chocks, they're at they're South Australian, which is the little uh, orange kind of sweets with chocolate wrapped around them. Um, I, I gotta but- say, I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. They go nuts for it. I I, I like whole it. shops to- dedicated yeah. to it. Yeah, I um, I got it. I didn't get it either until I was studying till like, you know, 1 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> cramming for an exam the next day. Fruit chocolate and are a good study. Any chocolate. Snack. Yes, true. We'll yeah. <laughs> well, and they were um, either chocolate, chocolate related is, um, yeah, Hague's. Hague's, of course. Yes, definitely. I actually lived 150 meters away from the factory in Adelaide. It's dangerous. It was because I got all got to have all the reject chocolate for free, you know, not for free, oh. for cheap. Like, you know, you go into the factory and they, they're like, yeah, this bag's broken. It's half price. And you're like, okay, that's I'll a no-brainer. I'll take it. I'll take that and 10 others, you know. Oh, and the other um, chocolate is Melba's, which ah, I've never heard of too. I never heard of that. No. Did I Sharon miss that? Sharon took us. Yeah. It's up in the hills mm. and it's very like they do all the nostalgic like Things you like sweets you would have had as a kid when you go to the Melba's factory. It's all those sort of things, um, masks and just uh, they had like the lollipop. Uh, sorry, traffic light lollies. So like the red, yellow, ah. green. Um, they just had and then just chocolate everything. So like your chocolate letters of your name, chocolate frogs, chocolate. Lovely. Any anything that you can make a chocolate mold out of, they had done it. Yeah. So. I think my travel advice or one of them has to be go with a half-empty suitcase for the wine and the food that you can bring back. For the wine and the chocolate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but speaking of food, in Adelaide, I, like, I have to tell everyone this, please, please, please don't go to Adelaide without visiting the central markets. You need to go to the central markets. They're just 
like all the food there is delicious. There's just rows and rows and rows. It's kind of like, you know, the South Melbourne markets, but I would say bigger. Mm. And yep. there's more of a food court. Um, and it's an Asian food court. It borders Guja Street, which is the um, kind of the Asian eatery kind of, you know, like the Chinatown of Adelaide. It's huge. And a uh, little tip, there's a new ice cream shop that's opened up across the road a couple of years ago. And it's called 48 Flavors because it has 48 flavors and they're all amazing. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes. good. I will add that. Go there next time. Because I really yeah. like, because when I'm there for the Fringe, I really just hang out in Rundle Mall and yeah. uh, up toward the park and I'm sort of, because I was working and I was generally out till very, very late, I really stuck to that area. So I haven't explored as much as I would like as well. So it's really good to hear. Check out, check out the markets. Although please Google before you go there the days they're open because they're not open every day. So make sure you check it out before you rock up. That is a good tip. And yeah. do you have for our lovely uh, co-host some fun facts? I have a few. Yeah. So I know Darius likes his fun facts. Uh, he might like this one. So Handorf is the oldest surviving German settlement in Australia. Yeah, sehr gut. I, we sent him um, – I'll have to post it. We, we Finn and I sent him a little Deutsch video from the Handorf while we were there. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a great place to visit. Like definitely go – I loved your photos when you were there. Um, pretzels, German beer, you can't mm. miss it. Also, the Bierenberg factory is right there too, and you can pick your own strawberries at the right time of year and then take them home and eat them and, you know, get some Bierenberg jam, put that in your suitcase. Um, this is my the fun tip fact. Is bring two suitcases. Yeah, two suitcases. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, bring just your carry on for your clothes and like a big suitcase that's just empty. Perfect. <laughs> Check that. <laughs> and then um, my favorite fun fact about South Australia, and I think it's pretty like internationally recognized. This is an important fun fact. South Australia produces fifty percent of Australia's wine volume. That's and it's insane. That's insane. <laughs> and you get that all over the world. Like when you talk about mm -hmm. Australian wine anywhere in the world, it's it's the Barossa. Like that's what they care about. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's South Australian wines. And if you yes, if you see Australian wine and you turn the label, it's often South Australian. Often. It is it is very quality. And I know that there's you know, we're gonna travel to all the states, there's amazing vineyards. Australian wine, you know, our climate is suited to it. But yes, South Australia is particularly that is, they have really cornered that market. <laughs> they really do. Like, um, I, I like I moved there when I was nineteen, and you know, it was a little while ago now. But that is the reason that I'm a, a wine snob because I live in Adelaide. <laughs> you know, like I just, yeah. like, <laughs> I get so fussy with my wine, and like it's because I lived in Adelaide. And um, when you're there, actually, where you were talking about before, up near the uh, the Botanic Gardens, I think it is, up on North Terrace, there's uh, actually a Australian wine centre. So you can go in and you can get yourself um, like a tasting glass and they're kind of like vending machines of all these amazing wines from all wow. over the country. Um, and you just pay, like you get a prepaid card, you put it like a hundred bucks on it, which is what I did. You go nuts. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. <laughs> I love um, it. Yeah. But if you really want to go for the wine, definitely hit up the wine regions. You can't buy that stuff in bottle shops. Like, get yourself to a, a wine region. Oh, and it's such a different experience when you've actually yeah. been there and you've tasted it. And I 
yeah, we, I would, I said we would, I said we would buy a bunch. Um, but then like, we're like, oh, we're trying to be modest with our drinking, but you know, yes, next time I go, I will be making sure we stock up and that we have, and Definitely. they deliver as well. So you, you do, it's good if you have the suitcase, but a lot of the vineyards are very good and will deliver for free. So, um, they do, they do. all over Australia. So, mm. um, they, they know what they're doing. So, yeah. And only because I'm a wine snob, I'm just going to put it out there to everyone when you do go to visit Adelaide and, and when you do go to South Australia and you do go up to the Barossa or, or McLaren Vale or Clare Valley do yourself a favor don't just go for the big wineries don't just go visit mm. Penfolds like go yep. visit the little ones like I have oh, a dozen at least favorite small wineries where you actually get to meet the winemaker behind the counter and you know, it, there's just like a little barn or like a little family-run business. Go to the places that you wouldn't have heard of otherwise. Don't just go to the, you know, the big names like Jake was creeping Penfolds, even though they're awesome. Even though they're ones, yeah, they're just the they're ones that awesome. I draw. <laughs> they're wonderful. And like, you know, people love um, the one with the cube in McLaren Vale. Is it? It's called a Darren Burger. Yeah, yes. been there too. Yes. <laughs> and look, I've been there. I've been there. I've drank their wine. They have like a massive museum underneath. It's definitely worth a visit, that's for sure. Yeah. But then also you're going to miss out on places that like are so small that, but have some of the best wine you'll ever have. Like I really like Chapel Hill and McLaren Vale and um, Penny's Hill and Coriol. And they're just like tiny little, you know, wineries, but they're so just like the best wine you could ever have. And it's it's much cheaper. Just put yes. that out there. Cellador is very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, my darling. I think you have tempted me into going and getting a glass of wine. We yeah. must wrap up, but it was uh, thank you for taking us on a tour of your adopted home state. It was such a pleasure to get to see you there, and I love that you've um, so embraced uh, all the things there and, and you've become such a South Australia advocate. Yes, definitely. Go in March, drink the wine. I'll see you there. (laughs) She'll be be there. Call Naomi. Uh, But we will get a bunch of those um, top tips from Naomi and put them in our show notes so that you can, um, if you do actually want to go visit those places, uh, then you can. So thank you for joining us on the South Australia episode, my darling. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Already looking forward to the next one. Uh, We also have a rather extensive back catalogue for you to check out. Um, But in the meantime, you can uh, follow us on Instagram. That's at Lovely Travels on Instagram. Or you can come and check us out on Facebook, Lovely Travels. That's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y. Or we would love for you to join our Facebook community uh, with more than 500 members talking all things travel and adventure. That's the Lovely Travels community. You can also visit our website, which is lovelytravels.com. Or shoot us an email. We love hearing from our listeners. So please send us an email, feedback, comments, questions, whatever. Info at lovelytravels.com. And you can listen, review, subscribe, like, share, and promote our podcast in any shape, way, or form. Uh, We are on Spotify, iTunes, the internet, uh, Google Podcasts, everywhere where you get podcasts, you will find us. All good podcasting locations. So tune in next time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.